As you hear the Chappelle Show music bring us into the podcast tonight, uh, let's just to let you know that we are going to discuss the Chappelle Show and some of its famous skits based on an article that was written on Grantland a few years ago. On the line tonight, uh, I have probably the only person I know that is as a big of Dave Chappelle fan as myself. On the line tonight is Brother Beavis. Brother Beavis, say what's happening. <laughs> That was a mystery reveal. Like, who's this going to be? Brother Beavis, what? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, and this is something that you and I have, uh, I've bantied about once this article was written in 2013. um, And I'm probably sure I sent it to you when I first read it. And then this is something, since the podcast has been started, I'm like, we need to go over this. and We need to talk about the the Chappelle show. And what sparked the interest was his hosting uh, Saturday Night Live for the first time, and I would imagine probably the only time um, after last <laughs> night. Uh, did you see uh, the skits last night? No, I watched the tail end of the monologue because I saw uh, some links about it. But I, I was one, it's another one of the – basically what I do is I remember to watch stuff, and then right before it comes on, I forget. So, right. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I love watch that, yeah. Yeah, hello, middle age. Um, <laughs> to give you a, a preview, I guess, without spoiling anything, uh, he kills the monologue. I mean, he absolutely destroys it. Um, and then the first skit out of the monologue is great. Um, but then after that, it pretty much turns into Saturday Night Live. I mean, you've watched it in the past, and you kind of have a general interest and knowledge of it, of that it exists now, but you don't watch it. Uh, and that's pretty much how it goes. Um, yeah, you know. they seem to be good for one or two sketches, and they tend to get them in up front. So you can watch, like, the first 20 minutes and be good. Is yeah. My experience. So I was watching it with tw- people on Twitter last night. You know, probably my biggest thing is, like, oh, people are like, oh, this is so good. And this, I'm like, mm, I mean, yeah, the first two bits, definitely. Uh, the rest of it was fair to poor at best. And, you know, even Dave Chappelle can't lift up that terrible uh writing and it's also why you know shows like that shouldn't be an hour long that's why the spell show was so successful because it was 30 minutes you know you don't have to drag it out for so long um but yeah so this article was written by uh rembrandt he's a writer or formerly of grantland since grantland doesn't exist anymore and what he did uh during march madness is he broke down the field of 64 uh for chappelle show skits to see what was the number one skit on chappelle show now, as I said in the intro, uh, I've been a long-time Chappelle Show fan, um, or excuse me, Dave Chappelle fan for a long time. Um, I remember him on the MTV Half Hour Comedy Hour. Do you remember that show? Uh, vaguely. Yeah. I mean, well, if people talk like MTV, like, never show videos before. Like, there was a long time going for them working up to not showing videos. They've had all kinds of skits and TV shows or whatever to not show videos. Uh, but I remember seeing him on there first. Um, and then he just kind of became this, you know, person that you would see on comedy, you know, little specials or late night TV or whatever, in and out. And um, and then I guess, you know, we were just talking about this before we started, that, that he, I guess his big break was um, uh, the Mel Brooks one, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, where he plays uh, Hot Chew. And you're saying you never saw that movie. Yeah, it, when, like you pointed out, that's uh, that's probably a pretty big void given that, I am a gigantic fan of Mel Brooks and a fan of, of Chappelle, so you would think those things would go together. But uh, that's one of those where, like, I watched it and was like, eh, and then checked out early. So, okay, yeah, uh, and you know, and following his career, you know, if you and I'm sure we'll talk about this skit at some point in time about the three days. You know, kind of after that, he kind of disappears a little bit, and then he comes out with half-baked, which is something that, you know, a movie that, I mean, neither of us are, are, are smokers. Um, and uh, so the movie's not necessarily in our wheelhouse, but we also think the guy is extremely funny, so he could make anything funny. And, you know, both of us hold half-baked in a very high, no pun intended, regard. Mm. <laughs> uh, I didn't realize, so, so I'm looking at the timeline now, I didn't realize that Men in Tights came out that much earlier than half-baked and everything else. That's yeah, five, I, it's 93, it's five years ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, and that's, you know, because it was spoofing off of the Robin Hood yeah. from the, the Kevin Costner one. 
Because uh, I remember it, him in The Nutty Professor because he was the heckler, right? And then Con Air, correct. I remember that. And then Half Baked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then You've yeah, Got he, Mail, I still would. Somebody could ever explain to me why he was in that movie. That would help. But uh, that was, In Con Air? <laughs> no, in You've Got Mail. Oh, and You've Got Mail, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's one that people forget about all the time. And I know my spouse was like, uh, your boy is in this movie. I'm like, wait, what now? Um, so (laughs) why uh what yeah uh so it's just you know he kind of middled around there for a little bit uh he was also in um uh, undercover brother which was genius uh as conspiracy brother uh (laughs) an absolute stellar movie uh you can pop it in at any point in time he steals the movie from the star of the movie for sure from eddie griffin uh it's just you know, he's always been there. Uh, he's always kind of been on the fringe of being famous. He just never, you know, kind of made the, the the leap until this show. And, you know, he is a, you know, an adopted Ohio native um, and not uncommon for people to see him hanging around near our hometown, you know, popping into to like Joker's Comedy Club and, and Dayton or whatever. So, I mean, so, you know, he's always been around, at least for me. Um, and then, you know, Prior to that, uh, and I think I told you this before, like uh, my my first date with my wife was to see Dave Chappelle. Um, saw him down in Coconut Grove in Miami. Um, you know, pre-Chappelle show, an absolute, you know, small little venue, not a big deal. Of course, he killed it, you know, not a big, you know, just there. And I saw him one other time with my wife before that, uh, before he got big, too. And then one time when y'all came to visit us in Florida, we actually went to see him down in Miami as well, post-Chappelle show, uh, and then it was huge, yeah, where we were way in the rafters, um, and uh, uh, he and working on material that wound up in, I think, was it Killing Me Softly, or was the other comedy special? I want to say it was the other one, because I think Killing Me Softly came out first. But yeah, I, okay. I almost like, broke a rib and, and like, <laughs> during that, it was so funny. Yes, he he killed it. Um, and yeah, I mean, like I said, dude's always been around. So we're gonna. And then when the Chappelle show came out, you know, it was something that I'm not a real big Comedy Central watcher. You probably more so because you know you had watched South Park and I didn't. And I was like, oh, wait, this show's coming on. And I remember having us a conversation. I was like, Dave Chappelle's got a TV show coming on. I mean, it might even been an email, you know, or mm-hmm. a, or a phone call. Like it wasn't a text. Or I think back like then that. people actually used phones. Yeah, he uses his phone as a phone, and um, so yeah, I mean, so I, I mean, I remember watching that, you know, the first skit or whatever, you know, having to wake up kind of early, I, you know, it came on at a certain time, I had to wake up early to watch it before work, and I was like, oh wow, this is kind of funny, you know, and then it became appointment television, and we were on it way before it became what it become, what it became, um, so uh, yeah, always been a big fan, and so. As this article came out, we're just going to go through some of the sketches. And the first thing about the sketches we're going to talk about is the ones that didn't make it. Okay, so the show runs for two, uh, let's call it two and a half seasons with him involved, but three mm-hmm. total. Uh, <laughs> and um, so there's numerous skits there. And then there's a couple of skits that didn't make the cut. And I can live with a couple of them, but one of them, we're probably going to be upset that didn't make the cut. The first one was um, it didn't make the cut is the Red Man Potty the potty fresh um it has some funny lines in it uh but it didn't make the cut um the next one is uh uh hookup history with smashley johnson another one that also has (laughs) famous lines but not necessarily i got some money got some pizza i don't want no pizza i don't want no pizza (laughs) um the third one is the one. Well, I'm going to skip it. Um, then there was the Death Poetry, Death Comedy Poetry Jam, which was a season three uh, skit. And then there's a Marijuana PSA, which was also a, th- a season three skit, you know, which are those of which I have not committed to mu- as much memory, especially once he, you know, departed. Uh, yeah. But the one skit that didn't make it that both of us are huge <laughs> fans of is uh, Dude's Night Out. Um, now, <laughs> now, I'm not sure. Why Dude's Night Out did not make the cut. Um, it is a weird skit, but it also is very funny. I mean, if you've ever listened, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, um, 
Uh, I'm crying because of adrenaline is a very <laughs> <laughs> is a reference line of I would say quarterly on the podcast. Uh, I mean, it's it's just a great skit, you know, all the fighting. Uh, just, uh, man, fuck it, it's a hole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, like just, you you can't like so. You know, this is a self-proclaimed uh, nerd broadcast. You can't consider yourself a nerd if you haven't had, like, an evening that you thought was going to be the shit that was, like, a total disaster by yeah. all objective metrics. And so yeah. that's, that's what we do tonight. <laughs> uh, uh, see all of our New Year's from 90 <laughs> to 2000. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> yeah. I um, still so, hate that holiday to this day. I still hate it. No, that, we have, ah. I think there's a whole podcast about that on that for one of these podcasts that we've been through. All right, so the skits are broken down into four regions, just like they do in the NCAAs. Uh, there's the Silky Johnson region, the Pitbull region, the Buck Nasty region, and the Beautiful region, uh, which is genius. And, uh, again, spoiler alert, those characters make a, an SNL um, comeback. Mm. So there you go. Yeah, exactly. It's like, wait a minute. We need to put this podcast on pause. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through the Silky Johnson bracket tonight and the Pitbull bracket and kind of try to come to some conclusion on um, which of these uh, skits that we think is uh, best and better. Uh, and we'll probably have some, you know, funny quote lines as we go through. All right. So at the top of the Silky Johnson region, um, and, and it's been a while since I read this article, so I kind of remember, I think, who actually wins this thing, but I'll probably have something that's different um, because I'm, I'm, I'm different. You probably will, too. Um, hold on. Let me get to the top here. Silky Johnson region. So um, one versus 16 is Prince versus Ask a Black Dude, uh, and they'll size them up. They'll take your show. Uh Basically, there's nothing that competes with that Prince skit. Yeah, correct. This is like North Carolina or Duke versus whoever. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is yeah. This, there's no contest with that episode, with that skit. Yeah, I mean, and if it, it, there's many lines that you can just quote at all times, uh, but you know, game blouses is pretty much it. <laughs> you know, you can drop that pretty much anywhere in any conversation. You know, before mic drops were popular, game blouses was it. Uh, and I know you're a real big fan of anything that has to do with Nikki Free. Um, yep. <laughs> I mean, and the funny thing about this skit is, like, it's equal parts, like, the Chappelle Prince impersonation is awesome. And the Charlie Murphy storytelling part of it is awesome. It's, the right. whole thing is just fantastic. Yeah, and you, and it's just and it's genius to watch even now where it's freaking so, you know, age-wise it's almost 10 years old this skit but you can still watch it and you can still laugh even though you know every single line to it uh, i mean it, it hasn't gotten old at all um you know the fact that you know r.i.p that prince was one confirmed that the story was true and two you know uh you know he was in, you know not in on the joke but he was perfectly okay with them doing it uh it, it was it just made it even more special i guess for lack of a better term so yeah um one versus 16 um prince advances very easily not a real big surprise all right uh eight versus nine though now we might have a dispute about this all right eight versus nine is the jedi sex scandal uh <laughs> Ooh, hi, this makes me <laughs> horny this makes me <laughs> yeah, there's some great visuals there when he's Yoda too, and he's like rubbing his nipples and stuff. <laughs> Show me on the As, doll where he touched you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. and I, and that's also one of the first appearances of uh of the newscaster guy too, which uh his white face newscaster yeah. guy, uh, David Gregory. Yeah, now that's Chuck true. Taylor. That's, Chuck Taylor. Yeah, Chuck Taylor. Yeah, Chuck Taylor. Uh, so there's that. Um, but. It's going against Don't Pitch Me, which mm-hmm. is, to me, is probably one of my favorite skits. Uh, yeah, Bicycle, because, Dirty Diapers. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the black sheep son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't uh, think we that, have a difference of opinion. <laughs> okay, okay, because I, I, I know oftentimes sitting in meetings, 
<laughs> and I may not be thinking about those things, but I'd be lying if I didn't say uh, I'm the real black sheep. Real black visual. sheep. Yeah, with with his little sheep suit on and his yeah. head, man. Don't pitch me yeah. as genius. Uh, I mean, this probably Why didn't y'all things. tell me this cheese was so good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's some good-ass cheese. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I would take that over the Jedi scandal. The Jedi yeah. scandal is a good skit, uh, but I, I, I definitely could totally see taking um, Don't Pitch Me over that as an eight versus nine. Let's call it a minor upset, and it would be very, very minor. Um, but, yeah, uh, yeah, the, the real black sheep, Nam trumps it all, and it's probably seated way too uh, low. Uh, so, all right, so we got uh, Prince. Advances easily. Don't pitch me. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I can see that easily. All right. So then we get into um, Nehigh Park and Dave's educated guest line. Now we may have an issue here, but probably not. Um, the 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 Sesame Street skit is genius to me. Uh, like, there's no. <laughs> It's genius from the songs to the idea. Um, it, <laughs> um, uh, that's why I say fuck it is a, a great song. <laughs> uh, I know if my brother is on the on the line here, he would have a hard time getting through this because he can't get through that skit without crying in tears. Um, so, yeah, uh, it, it's, it's, it's great. Uh, I'm not really all that big on the educated guest line. Yeah. Um, I'm not that big on Ehigh Park, but I'm I'm not uh, that big on educated guest line to, to knock it off. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I, I beat my shit like it owes me money. <laughs> I, I, would, I would say runs through my head at least three times a day. Uh, more more so, often than the real black sheep. Yeah, well, they run close together. I, I, I assure you of that. Uh, so, yeah, I... I would take Nehigh Park, not an upset there. Uh, yeah. All right. So let's get to uh, <laughs> the four versus 13 uh, is piss on you versus the Mitsubishi commercial. Now, I know you have a special heart, a place in your heart for the Mitsubishi commercial, uh, I think, because of the, 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 uh, the cutaway part. <laughs> well, actually, the other, I was just like within the last couple of weeks, I was talking. I was like, I interrupted a meeting to explain people about like the whole this shit made my penis. Or, or that that crazy dance and made my penis soft. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the yeah. cutaway and Dave's face in the cutaway. Yeah, like all <laughs> time. Yeah, it it is great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Uh, Piss on you holds um, a lot of interesting historical and comedic uh, licenses, especially the fact that, I mean, you're a boondocks watcher as well. So when it was also (laughs) appropriated there as well, um, it's it's disgusting as it is. And this is something that my wife will say all the time is like where she likes his comedy, but oftentimes he'll take it to another level where she doesn't (laughs) like, like it. And I can, and this, that skit is one of those levels. Like it is, but it's also very funny. Uh, yeah. It's also timely for the moment. You know, this gets a little bit aged now because of what, you know, it's been a while. But um, I can't, I couldn't take it over the Mitsubishi commercial. Um, but it's going to be short-lived and it's, and it's, uh, and it's stay on the charts. All right. So we're taking piss on you. Yep. Okay. I mean, it probably <laughs> might have gone into overtime. You know, it okay. definitely <laughs> came down into the last couple of minutes. But. Yeah. I understand. Well, the last couple uh, minutes, which takes 45 minutes to play, but that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this one here is we're probably going to go against the chalk. Uh, number six is Fear Factor versus the Wrap It Up box. Um, now, <laughs> hey, Joe Rogan. I saw the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, about me, Joe Rogan. You might not know. I smell rocks. <laughs> I smell rocks. Um, <laughs> Uh, but, but the wrap it up box is is funny in and of itself. Uh, probably more, I believe, for the uh, well, two of them. One for Cuban B in the courtroom. 
you better wrap it up. You know, he's getting sentenced. You better wrap that up. Wrap it up, B. Uh, that's fun. And then the one with his wife, you know, yeah. <laughs> he's just like, you better wrap it up. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but he yeah, can't I, take out Tyrone Biggums. Yeah, Biggums is, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is actually, um, is that the same skit where he, uh, he, he drinks the bull semen? Is that the same? No, that, that's a, that was a real life fear factor thing. There's another one there. Uh, were there multiple remember. fear factor shows? He eats the reindeer penis and then he introduces yeah, that's the, it. uh, the, the other chick. I can't remember her name. He's got a homeless girlfriend. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's as much as I hate Fear Factor, the fact that it was on and whatever it represented, yeah, I have to take it as well. And, so, all right. and Joe Rogan was actually on it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, Tyrita. Tyrita. Yeah, Tyrita. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan will make another uh, uh, appearance on one of these kids. the first time kids. I tasted penis, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> versus give up the show, um, again, this is a no-brainer. It's kind of hard to see that Wayne Brady's got a three seed. Uh, it could have easily been a number one seed yeah. um, in my world, primarily based on the fact of the everything that came after it. You know, people yeah. saw Wayne Brady yeah. in a different way. People saw Dave Chappelle in a different way. People saw um, – uh, Mooney in a different way, you know, kind of like how it all came together after Mooney, you know, made that uh, in the Negro Dama skit that he made that line about uh, Wayne Brady. And, uh, I mean, there are so many countless lines from that one <laughs> that have made it into pop culture, you know. And, Wayne, I mean, Wayne Brady bounced from that, and he's been bouncing since into what he's been able to do. Not that he wasn't an extremely talented whatever before, but it just put him onto a different level, you know. So three seed means there's there's eight to ten skits better than that, and that, that's yeah. hard to take. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Is Wayne Brady gonna have to choke a bitch? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it was Moody. Run, bitch, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was Moody. Uh, you know, and it, you know, it was ripping off of uh, Training Day, which is you know again a timely mo- a movie for the moment. Uh, it, it, but yeah, and there's no. Yeah, th- th- it's fine. Um, but but then again, no, it's fine. Yeah, it, you know, uh, giving up the show. It, yeah, it's fine. I, I'm I'm perfectly okay with it. Uh, but it should not be a three seed. Wayne Brady should have probably been a two or a one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a, and then now we got keeping it real with Vernon mm-hmm. Franklin, the the seventeen <laughs> versus Pop Copy, which is one of the first skits. Uh, skits gets uh from the first uh from the first uh first episode um now any keeping it real skit is generally awesome um but uh this was one of the first ones so uh I, you know I'm, I'm a fan but i like pop copy when i first saw it i was just like this is so stupid and you know <laughs> it was like rapper is in that skit like kind of out of nowhere and i was just like i am your marriage you'll be yeah, I mean, there's, there's funny, you know, <laughs> and why? Because fuck them, that's why. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's some great lines in there, uh, but when keeping it real goes wrong, it's, it's great too. Uh, you know where he, you know where he turns uh, DMX, you know, on the people in there. Genius too, um, but yeah. Uh, so where would you go there? You go I don't know. I'm to go with pop copy. Okay. I, I mean, I can I could be convinced of that. Uh, yeah, I, I I could go with that. I could go with that. Well, we're, we're sticking to the chalk. Okay, so this is why we have three man boosts on the Brothers Comics podcast sometimes, because if you put the two of us together, a lot of times we'll wind up agreeing with each other, and we need like somebody to jump in and uh kind of uh, have a different perspective. Um, all right. And then uh, the last one is the two versus 15 is 
is Tupac Still Alive, which is definitely one of the highlights from uh, season three. And uh, the love contract, which is a 15, which is, uh, and again, I, I know where we're going to go with this. Um, uh, uh, love contract shouldn't be that low either. Uh, no. Yeah, it should not be a 15 seed. I'm not sure how it got down that far. Um, but, yeah, uh, uh, Tupac is alive, still alive. And great. You know, the, the line where him in the club, you know, where he hears him, like, rapping, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are pretty genius. Um but the love contract is great. Uh, I think Rashida Jones is in one of those skills. Yep. Like, he signed yep. here, here, and here. Yeah. <laughs> and it's still here. <laughs> yeah, and then the, the the Kobe condom shot at Kobe. the end. It's Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, where are you going with this? I mean, I can All see right. love contract making an upset, really. Uh, yeah, I, I could, too. Okay. I could take it. Uh, yeah, I could take it. All right, we're gonna go, we're gonna take Tupac out. Uh, you listened to this podcast before, you know I'm not a real big fan of Tupac anyway, so it's not that hurting me that much to do that. All right, so that takes care of the Silky Johnson region where we get Prince, Don't Pitch Me, Knee High Park, Piss on You, Fear Factor, uh, Wayne Brady, Pop Copy, and Love Contract making the into the round of uh, 32. Uh, and now we move into the Buck Nasty region. Ah, uh, hold on. Let me get in my notes I just together. I saw the first matchup, and this is another landslide. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you know what? And it's fun. And as funny as Mooney is, Mooney's skits on there, save for maybe the first Negro Donna skit, are really kind of you know it's kind of hit or miss. There's a couple of lines here mm-hmm. and there. I mean, I, I think they're purposely there to make people uncomfortable. You know, yeah. um, and which is good in a sense because it, you know it is like kind of confrontational and the show has that, those moments but it's also like sometimes they're not that funny you know I mean but he has you know killer lines too the Wayne Brady line and then you know the one where he thinks he's gonna lose his show and everybody want to be yeah. a nigga but don't nobody want to be a nigga I mean that's <laughs> genius uh you know he's like I'm about to like when, he, when they cut back to the live show he's like I'm about to lose my show for sure <laughs> uh so but yeah, uh, all right. So this is not even a debate, though. Uh, mad real world is. Uh, I mean, again, <laughs> it's a legitimate number one seed. Yeah, and it possibly should have been maybe the number one overall seed if Prince wasn't sitting out there. Uh, I mean, and, and we show our age here. Now I probably watched it a lot more than you did. Uh, like you know, such a fan of the real world in the in the mid early and mid nineties for me. You know, I watch the show all the time, and it is very true where he's talking in the opening of that skit about, that. you know, but you're going to put, like, a black person in a house with some of the craziest white people on the planet and expect them not to, like, snap and lose it. And, <laughs> you know, and it's true. Like, what would it be like if, the, if it was like this? What if it was turned around? I mean, you know, and it's just... <laughs> It's just, it's just genius, man. <laughs> so many lines. I mean, I, 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 I mean, we'll, be careful when you get to sleeper hold. Yeah. <laughs> when you wake up, your butt hole really hurts. Katie got some big ass titties. And I'll leave the. Uh, uh, we need to. Uh, what do you mean, you people? We need to help y'all. <laughs> I just don't feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it is, and it's funny too. And I'll leave. Like, we'll leave all the Trump stuff to the podcast we did last night. That uh, one of I changed the our Facebook profile picture to uh, Tron having uh, yeah. the dude in the in the Kroger clutch. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> it's just a genius skit, man. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just genius. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely proposing that as we, when we get into the round twos, we probably watch some of these skits to yeah. refresh our memories. Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, Mad Real World. That's a step over quite easily. Um, yeah, that's great. All right. So, uh, <laughs> but eight nine. To see, here's another skit that's rated too high or low. Uh, trading spouses for me. Should be a much lower seed or higher seed, depending on what you're saying. 
before that. And, and Black Gallagher almost could have been a skit that didn't make the chart. Like yeah. I would have put, um, I would have put the one that we talked about before, uh, uh, Dude's Night Out, in place of Black Gallagher. Yeah, Gallagher I sucks. Mean, so Black yeah. Gallagher, kind of right. Yeah, I got charges. I mean, I mean, and that's like one of the funniest lines I can remember from it. But trading spouses, well, <laughs> yeah, there's an art to making making good fun of white people, and he hits it here. I mean, the, who the fuck yeah. is Renee's a villager? Son, is yeah. that, I can't. I like. I can't be in front of the TV when that happens anymore. Yeah, it's. it's I mean, it's genius. You know, I mean, and even as Chuck Taylor too. You know, yeah. I had. I had brown <laughs> sugar last night, and not in my oatmeal. <laughs> Kitty residue. <laughs> yeah, this should not be an eight. It should this not should be not an be eight. eight. It should probably be closer to a four. It should not be an eight because it, yeah. it because it's second round. It has to go up against you know. I mean, like literally, the NCAA it goes up against a juggernaut. In round two, <laughs> and there's just no way of beating it. Like it's yeah. just not. I mean, but this kid is genius. Good luck out there. <laughs> I hope you know how to sell rocks. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, oh, uh, I mean, you know. Look, I don't need no therapy. <laughs> but if you tell anybody, I'll fuck you. <laughs> I am crazy. <laughs> if you tell anybody, I'm a fucking kill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> watch white people wash their butts with, with no towels <laughs> in the same bottle of soap. How is this an eight seed, man? <laughs> and an eight so... when Black Gallagher is nine. Yeah, exactly. It makes, I mean, again, shout out Rembrandt, but my goodness, man, this is just, there's no way that that should be an eight, and only because it's going to get, it can't beat the one that's in its bracket, but, uh, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, that's, I mean, that's as big, that's as easy of a walk over there as uh, as the, the number one seed, um, but yeah, all right, so trading spouses. Uh, makes it out there uh, very easily. Uh, all right, and then here's one too: Lil John versus Lil John. And to me, it, it probably could have missed the cut. Uh, you know, I mean, the skits are funny, but they also go on too long. I mean, the joke is just is so tired. Like yeah. by the by the time it's over, and you know, and again, that's a piece that aged not well because Lil John is you know kind of a you know a phenomenon of the time frame, and so when you see it now it's just like oh what who's Lil John again you know uh <laughs> but uh slow motion is a really good sketch from season three too uh or no that's season two no if I remember that two. one uh that's the one where he you know who Snoop Dogg asked him to be a video he was like yeah man you come in my oh. video you go slip on some poop and I'm gonna step over you with some gators. And I'm like, why can't I live my life in slow motion? <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, it has its moments for sure. I mean, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely better than Lil John versus Lil John. And that, that what thing gets tired really old. And how that got a five and trading spouses got an eight is not even in my frame of reference at this point. Well, I think uh, there's some good little John skits. I'm not sure this is the best one. <laughs> yeah. one. <laughs> I'd be willing to go upset here. Yeah. <laughs> good to know. All right. So, all right. So we're taking slow motion uh, <laughs> over little John. <laughs> uh, doo-doo. <laughs> you said there's some doo doo, baby. I'm gonna step over my gators. Like, oh, why I gotta be the part of the doo doo? Uh, yeah, genius. The uh, line somewhere is like doo doo jokes always make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So, all right. So then we go on to uh, uh, racial draft versus Tyron Biggums and Red Bull and Red Balls. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just, that's a, it's a walkover to Razor Draft only because um, it has current day <laughs> connotations 
<laughs> Even though you would take, yeah, Tyrone Biggums is, you know, generally, uh, you know, a good time for any Tyrone Biggums. Kid. Yeah. Uh, but racial draft has long-lasting, you know, I, I, somebody quoted that on Twitter the other day where they was going to trade Omarosa back, you know, for somebody <laughs> else, you know, yeah. for her Trump support. And it was just like, yeah, that's still out there. Um, yeah, so it was, it's one of my favorite skits. The, the, I mean, it, po- most people quote the 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 tiger line, you know, because uh, first of all, I mean that <laughs> it's because it's just the easiest one to remember because Tiger was Tiger then. Uh, yeah. But there there are some great moments there, and you know his, we also get his a, Tiger most impression death. was pretty awesome. Yeah, and we also but we also get a most deaf appearance, which is uh it, it will come up here soon enough. Um, any most deaf appearance on on this show are generally good as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, yellow cake will be referenced here very soon, <laughs> as as well as. Um, so, yeah, um, we have to get those in. So yeah, we'll take racial draft uh, easily. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's that's an easy one too. All right, uh, but see now, Bigums comes back hard here in the uh, drug awareness class versus and one sports. Now, this one's hard for me probably. Uh, I, the N1 sports one I, I really like because I used to like those N1 mixtapes. Um, so, and it is literally like that, you know, where somebody's yeah. doing something incredible. Oh, <laughs> you know, people just jumping out of the stands or whatever. Uh, it's made doubly funny by the dude doing the robot in the background and all of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, you know, bowling. Uh, yeah. it's just, you know, there, there's, some great, there's some great moments there, too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, gutter ball. But this is one of the better. <laughs> this is one of the better Tyrone Bigum sketches, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> then you go down in the corner and you meet a guy named <laughs> Taking notes. That's my radio. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know. That that's a hard one for me. Uh, six and eleven. Where where are you feeling on this one? Uh, I'm more inclined to go with drug awareness class. Okay. We can come back yeah. to it if we need to. Okay. We need to make some negotiations. Yeah, that's fine. Well, it's, I mean, well, it's second round matchup is going to be kind of interesting then. Uh, now see, this one's going to be hard for you too. Uh, um. But I mean, it's a walkover easily because of the the genius of the skit. Uh, but the nigger family versus ribs. Um, uh, uh, I mean, it's easy, very easy um, to step over. Oh, it, you know, anything. Racism is killing me. Inside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know you niggas love pork. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just the. I mean, I remember watching that. And thinking to myself, he is going to get canceled. Like this yep. show is going off the air for sure. Um, and, and it's so funny because you spin it forward to season three, where he was like, you know, well, one of the reasons that he canceled the show is like the wrong people were laughing at the skit. I'm like, man, were they laughing at this one too? And that didn't make you uncomfortable because I mean, I watched that skit as a black dude. And I'm just like, ooh, I'm <laughs> cringing at certain parts of it. And I was like, man, oh, man. But it's also so far ahead of anything that anybody was doing or let alone is doing now. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, so it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll take it. Uh, it's hard for me to even remember. Um, uh, uh, so what was Ribs about anyway? Ribs was he couldn't, it was a sleep aid. And he got that oh, itis and they did the break. Yeah, he got <laughs> And then also, it also it's a mud butt reference. Oh yeah, <laughs> mud butt. Oh, uh, that's genius. All right. Uh, so, all right. Uh, the next one is Dave gets Oprah pregnant uh, versus Negro Thomas. Uh, you know. Um, now there are funny verbal lines in Dave's getting Oprah pregnant, but there's the visual lines too. Like once he gets off the phone with her and he's like jumps and he's on the bed and he's like doing a dance and he starts humping the bed. You know? <laughs> uh, 
the, that that's really good. Um, and the um, you know, where he's painting the new model. Yeah. You know, and Oprah comes in. It's all stick figures. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's very funny too. Um, so yeah. Uh, and then again, the Negro Diamond skit is um, you know, again it gives us the Wayne Brady line, and that's probably the the best part of it. I'm not sure if it, I'm not sure why it's a ten. It's yeah, way too high. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, so Oprah gets to walk over there. (laughs) Um, And then now, uh, one of your favorite skits. Not quite sure why I didn't get a one, two. Um, It has to be no lower than a two for sure. Uh, But it could have easily been a one in my world. It could have easily been a one. Uh, We get the player haters ball. Uh, versus great New York boobs. Uh, again, uh, Joe Rogan, probably best part of that. You got great New York boobs. Like, I mean, it's it's a funny skit. It could have been left off to me. You know, it's it is is leave awfable of, mm-hmm. from the total list. But the HBO uh, the HBO faux documentary thing there. I'm gonna read it from the thing because it's on here. <laughs> HBO, the greatest network of our time, has brought you some compelling documentaries about pimps. Pose, players, Johns, Tricks, Mark, Mark has Tricks, Trick ass Mark, Skanks, Skanks, I like the distinction between Mark ass Tricks and Trick ass Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's just, uh, <laughs> I mean, there's so many, there's so many lines. Ice T is brilliant in it too. Um, it's just brilliant. If you do it again, best believe I'll kill you. Please believe that. <laughs> Um, I mean, he's, <laughs> I mean and then, and again, if my brother were here, uh, just that uh, I hope all the bad things in life happens to you <laughs> and nobody <laughs> else. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, and as I take a sip of the drink that I'm sure one of you spit in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is probably going to prompt a watching tonight. Oh, because I hadn't seen it in such a long time. Uh, I mean, is how did it not get a one? Is basically well, and it. I'm I mean, look. I look down to the other number one, and I don't agree. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. It. <laughs> now the first, these other two ones, like I, I completely agree. Like they should have been ones. Like the first two, I didn't look that far ahead yet. I mean, we can spoil or whatever. What's the other two ones? Rick James is the other number one. That's a given. Yep. The and the last one is the Pixies skit from season three. Yeah, but see, and that, which is the skit that broke the camel's back. Yep. And which is not that funny of a skit either. I mean, it's yep. funny, but it's not a one seed funny. And I wonder, you know, if I reread this article, are they making it a one because of what it meant? Uh, but there's no way it makes it to the final four. Not even close. No. I mean, it's not. It's not even close. It's not even a top. It's not even a top fifteen skit. You know, yeah. <sighs> that's weird. Yeah. I mean, player haters should definitely. Not, I mean, again, it's a two. It's not like you know, it's it's going to get its chance to get its run for sure. Um, but but it is in the same bracket with. Uh, with uh, the mad real world, son. Yeah, yeah, and that is that's going to be a tough call. Uh, um, but yeah, hey, 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 uh, and the cutaways in that are hilarious too. Uh, with the <laughs> Oprah Winfrey line, she looked like she wear underwear with dick holes in them. Todd <laughs> <laughs> Rollins about loses it, man. <laughs> I know it's Dave Chappelle. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, he's just. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch that tonight. It's been a while. It's been way too long since I've seen that. Um, and then, uh, okay, and that was it then. Yeah, so that was two versus fifteen. So that's yeah, those are our skits there. Okay, and that we're right at about an hour mark, which is kind of where I wanted to keep this. So you feel good about your choices? Yeah, I think so. There was only a couple I think were really close, and not not really any that I had strong feelings about. But yeah, I mean it's just. This, the thing is, like this, sh- you start to look at this and you just realize how good that show was. Mm-hmm. And like, even though even the things that we'd call dated, you could put it in right now and it's better than most everything you could find on streaming or live or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I said this to 
you know, and a female perspective has brought this up before, you know, they were like, well, you was way on the Dave Chappelle bandwagon long before everybody else. I was like, well, yeah, but it's one of one few times that I had been right about something. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, the dude's ability to mix freaking race, politics, culture into comedy without it being patronizing. Mm-hmm. And uh, with it being also timely and relevant all at the same time, it's genius, man. I mean, mm-hmm. you're a huge, you're a huge, you know, Richard Pryor fan, the same as I am. And it, that's about as close as it gets to somebody, who, but who could also, who doesn't work nearly as blue as Pryor did, not even close. And he's still able to get the same points across without it, without blinking an eye, really. I mean, if there's ever been, an, if there was ever an heir to the throne post Eddie, of family as, you know, nigger on the planet is clearly Dave Chappelle. It's not even, mm-hmm. there's the the top three or four, like once you get past rock, it's not even close. Like it, uh, it, well, that. Tyler Perry, right? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's literally not even close yeah. after those four dudes. And it's just a bunch of also ran. And again, his ability to be that funny without cooning is just genius and you know and i i would imagine that his ability to rock both black crowds and white crowds simultaneously and individually is 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 literally unmatched probably by anybody even i don't think eddie could even touch that maybe maybe rock maybe but i don't even think i don't think it's even that close and again he worked less blue than all of those dudes not even close so i mean i it's i don't know and, you know, like you were saying, when we went to go see him in Miami or whatever, you know, that's, again, he was working out those lines in there and, you know, about the teaching the monkey <laughs> to suck his dick, like that line about, I, I remember looking, I mean, knowing you for 30 some odd years, I remember looking over at you and I didn't think you were going to make it. I, I, I was like, <laughs> we're, we may need the paddles um, to get him out of here. Um, and it's just, you know, I mean, just genius to the point now where everybody's, you know, such on his sack. That I mean, there's no way I'm seeing Dave Chappelle at any point in time again ever if it's not on Netflix special or HBO. Like you know, well, he's just, he was he was fighting off the the half baked references, and then he was fighting off the uh, the uh, I'm Rick James I'm Rick bitch. James bitch references. You know, it's just like the the stuff that people seized on because it was legitimately hilarious right. that like masked how good everything else was. It's like right. yeah, I and thought that was great too, but yeah, I'm wanting, I want I want to see more than that. Right, and it's such a low, you know, yes, those those skits are funny. Like, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I can't wait till we get to the Rick James skit so I can say, fuck your couch. Like, I can't wait to get to it, <laughs> you know. But, you know, the I'm Rick James bitch thing became like this huge thing. I mean, he, you know, I think he made a joke about it. Like, he's at, you know, in Disney World or whatever. So people are shouting that stuff while he's walking yeah. around with his kids. It's like, I didn't want to be known for this, you know, yeah. and. You know, it sent him on his, you know, journey to Africa and then into exile for, you know, a couple of years, really, where he didn't, you know, he didn't, you know, only randomly did stand up and kind of popped in and out. And, uh, you know, so, you know, one of the clear things from him from listening to his stand up from the 90s all the way through whatever is that he didn't really want to be famous. You know, he didn't want to be that kind of famous. And, you know, he wound up fulfilling his worst nightmare. And this show really helped do that. And it was great for us for two seasons or two and a quarter and a half. And then, you know, because of that, it just kind of blew it out of the water. You know, I always wonder, like, I wonder how far, much further that show would have gone anyway had he stayed on it. Because it seems to me that he probably, like most artists and genius, has probably perfectionist tendencies. And, um, you know, I don't think he would have kept doing it if it wasn't, you know, kind of up to his, you know, his standards and, uh, and whatnot. So, all right. All right, so we got to figure out when we can get the other half of this bracket in. Um, hold on. Yeah, we're at about an hour. I think that's about good. And so it's going to wind up taking us like almost four podcasts to do this. So. I was just previewing the next bracket, and there's some really tight ones. I think they like they this whoever put this bracket together. I think they they put some really good ones together. Yeah. Oh, who's in the next bracket, anyways? Buck Nasty. So, yeah, we can no, do that. that was so, Pitbull region is Rick James versus Lil John interview. So, you know, obviously that. And then Calvin got a job, Whack Arnold's versus Lifeline well, Video Game. 
And see, and now you and I, well, and see, to me, Calvin got a job is uh, that should be higher too. Mm-hmm. Uh, only just, just primarily, eight. yeah, and primarily. Well, listen know, to this one: Wu Tang yeah. Financial versus I Know Black People, and, bl- and I Know Black People at twelve. It's a twelve. Now that's awful too. I mean, see, and then <laughs> then the Time Haters <laughs> versus History's yeah. Greatest Wars at thirteen. Yeah. And th- History's Greatest Wars is a top five skit. Yeah. A top five skit. <laughs> and then the Tyrone Intervention versus yeah. the real movie's Deep Impact. Yeah, yeah. Black Bush versus the Three Days. Uh, that is Three Days 14. Yeah. Uh, that Mandela Boot Camp is one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Uh, and that's a ten. Jury selection. But Jury selection, that's Fleet the Fifth. How was that seven? <laughs> How was that seven? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and see, and, and see, and Cribs from season three is, uh, which is funny, especially the thing with the dinosaur eggs. That's freaking hilarious. Um, <laughs> but, but it's not a two. It's not a two. Like, it's not a two. Okay. That's it. All right. That's it. I'm stopping because we'll wind up doing this. It'll be a two-hour podcast. All right. So we'll figure out when we can get the next part of this in uh, to all Chappelle lovers, uh, show hate lovers or whatever, feel free to tweet us your favorite skits. Uh, if you disagree with us on any of these, feel free to uh, drop me a line. You can email me at brotherscomics at, uh, at com. Uh, you can get uh, on the Facebook page at Brothers Hutchinson. You can get me on, find me on Twitter at uh, uh, at Brothers Comics. Um, so yeah, there's many ways that you can, or leave a comment uh, on the SoundCloud page or on the iTunes review, and you'll be able to find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Um, so yeah, all right. So yeah, we'll figure this out. But I don't want to go like six months in between doing this either. <laughs> uh, so we gotta really kind of figure it out, and we can sneak an hour in of this. Uh, and I, I know what I'm about to do. After I put my kids to bed, uh, I'm about to go and watch a couple of these skits. Uh, there's a couple <laughs> of them that, and I, you know, I have all the DVDs, uh, but I can't watch them obviously around my kids. But if you go to uh, ComedyCentral.com because they love still streaming the revenue from this, that all the skits are readily available, as well as you know YouTube or any of your other um, you know video playing at, uh, uh, platforms, Vimeo or whatnot. So, all right. So I am the producer of this podcast, and I am going to uh, say game blouses uh, <laughs> to put it into it. And Brother Beavis, you got a favorite uh, line you want to drop, but it has to be from one of the skits that we did tonight. Oh, man. God. <laughs> Can you, like, edit out several minutes of this, and then I'll, get, then I'll have, like, a really awesome finish? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's so many that you could have picked from. It really is. There's no, and, you know. I'll, I'll just say, uh, I'll just say, wrap it up. Wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, wrap B. it up. Yeah, wrap it up. Be yeah. I'm definitely watching Trade Spouses tonight. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> exactly. All right. So yeah. So we're signing off. This is the Chappelle Show. The music will play you out or play us out, and. uh We'll see you on the other side. All right? Y'all take it easy. Peace. Later.